JM and the AM, hour number two on a Wednesday. Tomorrow, Mayor Ferdig, as we uh, attend the big Simcha, Bezrat Hashem. Friday, we're back. Final day of our fundraiser, at least the official part of our fundraiser, because you know what we always say, you could support us any day of the year. But we have a fundraiser that's specifically earmarked for our 40th anniversary, and that will finally come to an end later this week. With us live via telephone is somebody who's very passionate about our fundraiser, and rightfully so. He loves when he sees the number of donors continue to go up. And in addition to that, we have an opportunity to wish him a mazal tov on his own simcha this week. The one and only Rabbi Yigal Siegel, welcome back to JM in the AM. <coughs> mazal tov to you, Sabanachum. Tadarabad, mazal tov to you, as you will, you will soon have a brand new daughter-in-law, Yehuda and Yahel are a recently engaged couple. And we say mazal tov from all of us here at JMM. Already people have been asking me because I've been mentioning over the last few weeks that I'd like to get back to Israel. So already people are conjecturing that I'm going to try to time that trip around Yehuda's wedding. So if you don't mind, put him in touch with me so I could let him know what my schedule is. <laughs> and, we, and we can then... And we can then t- <coughs> Excuse me. I don't know if I'm ever going to get rid of this cough. Um, and then <coughs> and then we can take it from there, so to speak. Anyway, Mazal Tov, hope uh, you and both families and everybody are, uh, are doing well and are full of joy during this time. And Baruch Hashem, during a difficult time for Am Yisrael, we, thank God, are able to provide some joy and simcha uh, to this crazy world. Everybody doing all right over there? Yeah, Baruch Hashem, we're having a little get-together tonight, ah. um, which I would invite you to. Uh, Dr. Mark already said that he would definitely come to this, but he has a brisk tomorrow morning, so he can't come. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, And I think Dr. Mark would probably be better suited going to your simple the way you said. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Dr. Mark's going to slut me from the wrist to uh, some type of some additional test. The chest x-ray wasn't enough, apparently. Anyway, Baruch Hashem. So yesterday someone said to me that they had they had bronchitis. I don't even know. If, I have no idea what this is. I mean, even he's not sure at this point what it is, but we, he wouldn't need more testing at this, uh, at this stage. But someone says to me, someone said to me yesterday they had bronchitis and a lingering cough for two months. I said, now, wait a second. This has been three weeks. I cannot do two months. No way. <laughs> so, so I don't know what the story is, but we'll we'll work on it at the appropriate time, and maybe Doctor Mark will, uh, in fact, in, in fact, schlep me somewhere after tomorrow morning simcha. Anyway, so um, the one thing we don't generally do during our fundraising season, it seems, is fundraise. Uh, and <laughs> and thank it's God, been, uh, and thank God, Yigal Siegel is laughing as I say that. I have been in. Well, I'm laughing on the outside, crying on the inside. I don't want our listeners to think that I'm, you know, trying to be a down over here. But yeah, it's been a challenge. I mean, obviously because of uh, because of the war um, and the needs that we have here in Israel. So you know that obviously impacted our fundraising effort. Um, you traveling three times in three months to be here, which was a tremendous boost for us. Um, wasn't necessarily a boost for the Nahum Signal Network economy, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
And I never expected. And now, as our listeners here, <laughs> that's why I'm talking now. So you could cough in peace. Yeah. Uh, I, our listeners here that you have not been well the last few weeks, and uh, that also impacted it. But uh, we, we, we. First of all, we want to thank everyone who has participated in the uh, in the campaign to date. By the and, way, uh, of all, course. Uh, to, all kidding. Yeah. All kidding aside, a good number, over 500 donors, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to make mention of that. And that's also, you know, oh, excuse, excuse, really me, excuse me. I meant over 400, over 400 donors, which is amazing. Oh, I thought it was 500. Uh, I'm four, sorry. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I'm sorry. So, but I do want to, I do want to make a uh, special mention of our, um, the people who helped uh, with, with matching. I think that was a tremendous boost to the campaign in general. And, uh, you know, compared to the past, the, the, the past regular campaign that we ran, which was non-fire related, you know, this has been a very, very big success. Right. Um, and I think, look, you know, for another 40 years, we'll be doing this. So we have to, uh, <laughs> we have to pace ourselves, make sure you get rid of the cough and keep going strong. <laughs> See, I'm coughing now <laughs> and keep going strong. And, we have until Friday, so Baruch Hashem, uh, Mayor Furtick will be sitting in tomorrow for Nahum because of his uh, need to attend his grandson's bris, which I tried very hard to discourage him from, but what am I supposed to do? I mean, we have to do fundraising, but we also have our family to take care of as well. Oh, so the rumor... So you have permission to go. The rumor that you were trying to get your nephew to postpone the bris to the afternoon, that's completely not true. I wouldn't say it's completely not true. I mean, any any discussions with Benjamin are kept very, very, very much to. Let's say you would have got us. you would have got along with it gladly. We'll put it that way. Eagle Seagulls with us live via telephone. Those of you who have not yet joined, the let me give you the exact number: the four hundred and eight donors, the four hundred and eight donors who've supported us during our fortieth anniversary campaign. And yes, this is we we have done very very well. Baruch Hashem uh, set a lofty goal that was. Um, Obviously, symbolic in many ways, uh, but people have really come through. And you have another, you have another forty-eight hours, forty-eight plus hours to come through for us and spread the word about our campaign. Fortieth anniversary campaign will end Friday. Bezrat Hashem. Go to fjbunity.org. Fjbunity.org. All we want to do is count you among the list of donors. You can give eighteen hundred. You can give eighteen. You give eighteen thousand. And by the way, everybody's given numbers like that. We have. Numbers literally from eighteen to twenty six thousand, right? We have a we have a big, big um, uh, um, range of donations. So give whatever you can and help support us and keep us going. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Now Egal knows this better than anybody else. I've always explained this, especially since we went independent as a network uh, almost a decade ago, and that is that we have many revenue streams. We have sponsorships, we have advertisements. And uh, we, of course, have listener support. Every one of them is really, really important uh, to keep us going. So a big thank you to all the corporate sponsors. A big thank you to all of our advertisers who are on a regular basis. No secret. You hear them all the time. Two very important revenue streams. But without the listener support, we would not be able to get over the top and not be able to run this operation and do all the special stuff that we do. So uh, all I could say is give what you can and support us at fjbunity.org, fjb unity.org and uh, we'll talk more about this. Avrami already asked me if we're going overtime on Friday. I told them probably a few minutes. I don't know. Right? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's see. Shabbos starts here at uh, probably around 10 o'clock your time. 
so we have plenty of time to go overtime. Are you past? <laughs> are you past five p.m. for candle lighting already? In Natanya, we are. Yeah. Oh, not Yushalayim. <laughs> not not Yushalayim. No. Interesting. What's the menu for tonight? Uh, just a simple fare. You know, just the families getting together and you know getting to meet each other and to uh, and to. You know, it's, it was, it's a very interesting thing. Anytime that, uh, you know, two families from very, very different backgrounds get together, it's just a fascinating exchange. Um, we were at the Mansour's house the other night and he was uh, telling us about where he grew up and, and, and just, it's a, it's, it's, it's really a different world, but it's nice. It's Baruch Hashem to see the world come together is a very special thing. And, you know, Baruch Hashem, uh, you know, is a great girl. Um, we like Yehuda too. So we think it's a great, we it's a like great match. And, uh, where is, where is he from? What city, what city on this globe is, is her father from originally? He's, he's from a small yeshuv next to, um, next to, um, the, 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 next to the airport. Next to Lou? Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to remember the name. Of course, you know, I don't remember anything anymore, but, uh, the, he lived on Yishuv with his 11, 10 siblings. Wow. Um, and he got married. He lived there for a few years until he came, he came to Netanya 37 years ago. They've been in the same apartment for 37 years. I said, that's funny because I've, I've been moving, you know, I don't know, I must have missed 15 times in 37 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you're a mover. You're, you're one of those people that's always on the move. Exactly. Anyway, so... Um, yeah, Baruch Hashem, it's very exciting. But I just want to make one point in terms of the campaign. Wait, before, the before, campaign we get, before we get back to the campaign, I have to ask you one other question. <laughs> okay. Um, Go ahead. So, I mean, yesterday I referred to, or Monday I referred to my nephew Yehuda as a war hero. And, and the reality is that he's very involved in, in a whole bunch of uh, operations which we're not privy to. I don't even think you're privy to, right? You, you wouldn't know details about what he's doing, correct? We, we don't know details what he's doing, right. but because of, um, I told you the story that he was given an, an award by his, uh, by his unit. So we were able to visit him at work right. and his boss at, at the behest of, uh, you know, the, the head of his, uh, of what's called OFEC, which is the computer wing of the air force asked us to turn off our phones. So he could tell us what Yehuda's doing. Right. <laughs> Yehuda himself was shocked that he, he even told he told us a little about what this is way before the war. Right. But during the war, you know, definitely the the computer uh, programs that he's been working on for the last couple of years have been used extensively. That that's all I know. Now, serious question and total curiosity. Not asking this selfishly at all. I'm just curious. Is his mm-hmm. is his service? And the Israel Defense Force going to be a factor in terms of when the wedding can take place, or or that's not necessarily the case. Well, he himself is not, you know, since he's not in a combat um, situation, so he he has more flexibility in terms of doing something like this. The, the problem in general in the country right now, which impacts your planning as well in terms of when you want to come, <laughs> is that there are not a lot of holes available between now and Pesach, uh, because a lot of weddings were pushed off from earlier in the year to this, this period of time. Now that thank God, a lot of soldiers are coming out of Miluim and coming back home. A lot of simples that, uh, normally would have been held already are going to be held now. So that's the difficulty, but you know, God willing, 
Yeah. Spoke to our good friend Yossi Goldschmidt this morning. His son is getting married in July because they also had issues with finding a place. So, you know, everyone has to kind of just, you know, be patient and figure out, you know, exactly what they're going to do now. But no, him, he specifically is not going to have any issues in terms of his service. And for those who don't uh, understand it calendarically, there are a lot of weddings planned for October, November, and December that have been postponed till sometime between January 1st and Pesach. That's basically what Egal's talking about. Uh, that whole three-month period, there were a lot of simchas that were postponed. Um, and then we saw, we saw through friends of ours, that in January they started to plan them, February, and of course, as you said, those are being planned now until Pesach time. All right, uh, our campaign is, uh, is in its final, I don't know, 72 hours, 48 hours. We have uh, till 9 o'clock on Friday morning, and beyond that, officially candlelighting wherever you might be on this globe, you can uh, certainly contribute to our 40th anniversary campaign at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And Yigal, you wanted to say. I think it's important to make the point, um, you know, thank God. I mean, here in Israel specifically, I meet a lot of people who listen to you and listen to you on the web, obviously, and and listen to you here in the radio station, uh, Radio Coldplay, it's called, right? Yep. Uh, and, and these are people who, you know, are, have you know, remember listening to you in, on WFMU in the day. And, you know, thank God we have 400, over 400 donors, which is very, very good. But there's thousands of people who listen to the show. And I just want to make the request to those people who might listen to Nahum on a daily basis, a weekly basis. They might tune into specific things. Um, Fridays, obviously, that you know, with, with Malcolm Homeline, Rabbi Yudin, and you have Rabbi Goldwasser every day. There's certain things that, that you bring to the table that connect to a lot of different people. I ask from those people who have not yet um, donated to the campaign to understand that over the 40 years that you've been on the air, uh, it costs money to be on the air. It's not just, you know, flick, flicking a switch and sitting down with a microphone and, and entertaining and doing and, and bringing the news from Israel and all around the world to people um, for three hours a day and for 24 hours a day now at the network takes a lot of time, takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of manpower. And uh, besides you and myself, we have a Grummy. We have other people who are working for the network for, for a long time. We have great volunteers as well, but there's a lot of effort that, and, and time that goes into this and it costs money. And I want to just ask, um, please, if you do listen to Nahum, whatever it is sporadically, if you please go to, uh, to cause match. What is it? I'm sorry. FJBunity.org. Sorry about that. FJBunity.org. And just make a small donation to acknowledge the fact that Nahum has been doing this for a very long time and we wish him only good health and the best that he can continue doing it for a very long time. Amen. And hopefully we'll have more in the next few weeks from Israel as well. And, uh, you know, again, I could sit here all day long and list the things that we've been doing. You know, people uh, told me two Shabbatot ago. I was away now two Shabbos in a row for Simchus Baruch Hashem. So during the first one, people were telling me how they are constantly tuned in to the chesed conversations that we have on the air. Now, I don't know if you had an opportunity yesterday. You're in the middle of a major Simcha Baruch Hashem in a very busy week. But yesterday we had somebody on the air, and I know that, you know, the, the, the joke about us always fundraising for others during our own fundraiser is, you know, has, has, become, <laughs> has become very serious. It's not a joke anymore. But yesterday, anybody who was tuned in for that half hour when Moshe Bodner was on the air, 
They heard about an effort that goes on every single day. We're talking about a hundred and uh, I don't know the exact number here, but we're talking about over, uh, you know, 120, 130 days that this war has been going on since the brutal attack of Shemini Atzeris. And every single day since then, they have kept up an incredible operation of getting whatever is necessary to Israel. And I'm talking about some serious stuff, especially as time continues to go on. It becomes much, much clearer what the army and its soldiers need and what the Mufunim, what the um, displaced people and their families need. And they are sending hundreds of bags every single day. And we didn't even bring them on yesterday to talk about fundraising. It seems like an afterthought for them. It's like us. It's like us. The fundraising is the afterthought. Uh, <laughs> we brought them on just to, again, highlight somebody that you're never, ever, ever going to see highlighted in the media. Ever. This is the only place to learn of something like that. This is it. This is the only, and I would even argue that most of Jewish media ignores an operation like that. Most. I have some colleagues that are, you know that are hip to it, so to speak. This is the place. And and all of our stuff's now going viral. I mean, the Kosher Halftime Show proved it. It, Everything we're doing is now being seen by God knows how many people all through the day or heard by God knows how many people all through the day who never tune in. But because of all the social platforms that were on social media platforms, because of all the connections and WhatsApps and and forwarding and all the organizations, people and individuals who are taking the interviews that that they are part of and sending it to all their lists, everyone is so many people, I should say, around the world are hearing what we do and we're making a major impact. So I'm asking everybody out there, please allow us to continue to make this impact. You know... We're doing this for 40 years. I'm not asking you this after four months or after four years. I'm asking you this after having sat in this chair for 40 plus years. So those of you who are wondering if it's a worthwhile investment to make in JM and AM and the Nahum Siegel Network, I could prove it a million times and make a case every single time why it's such a worthy investment. I could also make a case that people aren't giving enough, but I'm not going to do that today. All I'm going to do is... (laughs) We had, you want me to do that? <laughs> we, have, we have four. Well you, well, you said everyone should give a small donation, so I got suspicious. Um, we have four. I, no, I, I just want people to understand they can give a small donation. They don't have to give 26000 They can if they want. No, nah, so. don't worry. We don't, have to, we don't have to fight about this on the air. We can fight about it off the air. Um, <laughs> we're, at four, we're at 408 donors. 408 donors. You want to give a donation in honor of the engagement of uh, Yahel and Yehuda? You could do that. He's, after all, a Israeli war hero, so why not? He happens to be my nephew, who I'm very proud of. So why not? And he's marrying a very nice girl, according to my brother and my sister-in-law. So make a donation in his honor. You want to make a donation in honor of Junior? You know who Junior is, Igor? I assume he's Benjamin's son. Correct. <laughs> his other grandfather, until tomorrow, is calling him Prince. I Interesting. yeah, I am calling him Junior. I think we actually over Shabbos came to an agreement it'll just be Prince Junior, but it doesn't matter because tomorrow he'll have a real name. So you know. So after he's named, he'll be the the kid formerly known as Prince. Correct. I, I made that joke over Shabbos, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I made that joke over Shabbos. I don't want you to think that I'm not as clever as you are. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you know, now, um, can I just? Can I interject? I know that this is, you know, you're going to be shocked that I want to 
diverge a little from um, the fundraising track, but I do want to bring up something which is very important. The two issues that, you know, we've talked many times about, you know, as you came to Israel at different times, you know, and you haven't been here in a few weeks because of, thank God, because of the Simcha, but, um, you know, we as a country, I think, are going through what I call national TSD because it's not PTSD because it's not post yet. Um, it's, it's, it's really a very, very major issue of soldiers who are coming back from the front that don't know what to do with themselves. Um, they don't want to talk about it. Some want to talk about it. And, you know, people like, uh, our friend Ellie Ross team from Kabul Noir, who hopefully will be back on soon are dealing with it in a major way, but it's just, uh, just that your audience knows that the, you know, we as a country are going through, continue to go through very, very difficult times here. Um, and the longer it goes, the harder it is. But there's one specific thing where people from the, from the States and your listeners from, from outside of Israel can be helpful. And yeah, I know people have called for this, but Rifki and I experienced this last week where we took off, um, uh, three days from our normal schedules to, to go to different places to help, uh, farmers. And I, I can't tell you nah, that it's, it's unbelievable the tremendous, tremendous need that's out there for, for people just to come and help. Um, we went to um, a grapefruit orchard, which obviously was not easy for your brother to get down on his knees and, and fill up buckets of grapefruits. But, you know, they used to have like 25, 30, you know, uh, foreign workers there, and now they only have two. And, and, and basically we had people from all walks of life. So it was a lady from Tel Aviv there. There was some students from Haifa who came while we were there and, and basically just, you know, doing, you know, picking up grapefruits and putting them in. So this guy can sell them for, for grapefruit juice. And the reason it had not been done until then is because he had just gotten back from the front. He had just gotten back from Aza and he put out a call in a WhatsApp group that Rifki is a part of saying he's desperate. And we, and we went to a cucumber place near Haifa where we picked cucumbers, much easier than grapefruit, by the way. Uh-huh. And then we picked clementines. Yes, I sang, oh, my darling, constantly during the hours I was there. <laughs> but but, but um, the, the, the tremendous need, and, and you know, and, and we work. You know, we, we met a, a couple now from Tanya who made Aliyah three years ago from Toronto. I'm not going to mention their name, but they have been at the Clementine Orchard every single day for three months, ever since October 7th, when they found out about this opportunity, they can help these guys. They went and they've been there every day for hours, picking oranges, clementines, whatever else is there. I mean, you're talking about acres and acres of orchards that are just sitting there. And one of the, one of the farmers there told me that right now that part of the, the issue here is they're worried about next year's crop. They got to get this stuff off the trees. So, you know, they can be for next year. It's like, I can't begin to tell you the urgency here. And I know there are a lot of people coming and we appreciate it. And there's a lot of stuff going on, but specifically in that area of the Israeli economy, the farming economy, there's a tremendous need for volunteers now. So anyone planning on coming to Israel or thinking about it between now and Pesach, there is a need, a big need for help. I'm just making that point. And of course, you know, if you want to hear more about Israel and hear more about my life and my son and his, and his call and everything like that, please donate to the campaign so I can tell you more stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have a resource, 
because if someone is going to Israel with, with a group or by themselves and they want to do what you just described, we now have people that we know who could set them up. Who I mean, you're connected to, to groups that could tell them exactly where to go and when. So, Yeah, Risky is part of a, a few WhatsApp groups, which literally there are hundreds of messages a day. And that's, I mean, like, you know, I, our friend Jeff Seidel is, is so involved with, with helping the soldiers with barbecues and other stuff like that. He has his thing, Joseph Gittler from Leckett, of course, they're doing unbelievable stuff like it. They have, I mean, tens of groups of people on a daily basis going to this, but you, it, you know, it's, it's, it, thank God, you know, we really have a lot of stuff going on in this country. And obviously the, the, the concentration has been on the South, has been on the area near Aza, but uh, there are places up North that, that really need to, and the volunteers as well because of the lack of foreign workers and the lack of um, Arab workers also, frankly, which, you know, right. important, important message. And those of you out there are heading to Israel or planning on it. Hey, you have an opportunity, a golden opportunity, a lot of chesed opportunities. Take advantage. Support us, and uh, let's continue to bridge the gap between Israel and the diaspora as we do during these very special times. Please support us. Uh, Our 40th anniversary campaign officially ends Friday. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Or by Yigal Siegel, I thank you. We should celebrate more and more Smachot. Amen. Thank you very much, Nach, and uh, enjoy the brisk tomorrow. Tadarabah.